Joining us now, he is the executive director of the Valero Texas Open. Larson Sergadal joins us. Larson, welcome into the golf shop. Hey there. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you know, we always know that you guys are in a great position down there the week before the Masters. And uh, how's the course setting up this year? Firm and fast? What do we got? What, what kind of conditions? What's our rough? What's our green speed going to look like? Yeah, look, as, uh, as you guys probably know, uh, TPC San Antonio's Oaks course is a, is a beast or can be a beast for sure. Um, I think this year's uh, golf course is going to set up great uh, for competition and, and serve as a great prep for, uh, for the calendar year's first major championship. So um, our, uh, we've overseeded the, uh, from tees to greens uh, all throughout the fairways, all throughout the rough. So uh, the course is really popping right now, which is awesome. Uh, our rough heights are probably going to be, uh, they're going to max out at about two inches. Uh, we do have a, an 80-inch step cut of rough that's going to be about uh, three-quarters of an inch high, so we've widened the fairways a little bit and uh, softened it from that standpoint. Uh, and then green speeds, we're probably looking at anywhere from 10.5 to 11.5, um, which, uh, which could be treacherous depending on what the wind is doing. Yeah. Larson, did you guys get the weather that Dallas got? The, uh, in terms of the winter storm a couple weeks back? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we, we had uh, it's actually pretty remarkable what the agronomy staff has been able to do here at TPC. We had about five inches of snow uh, just uh, a, a little over a month ago, and uh, to to come out of that and have the golf course looking as great as it does and uh, and rolling as as well as it will uh, is pretty remarkable. We've we've been fortunate. The co- golf course has been closed since Wednesday. Uh, and won't see any play on it uh, until Monday when we first allow practice rounds. So it is going to be an absolute pristine condition. Yeah, the good news is you had snow. I mean, when you get cold temperatures like that, the snow actually helps you out. So the fact that you had five inches of snow probably helped the grass out a little bit uh, and and allowed you guys to kind of survive that. It's when you uh, when you don't have that snow cover and it's that cold, you get you get uh, some loss, but. Uh, you know, you guys, it's always interesting. That, like I said, the week before the Masters, you anybody that wants to play going into a major shows up, and anybody that wants to take the week off obviously doesn't play. So it's kind of a good mix and match of the field between some uh, some high-profile names and some guys that might be looking for their last chance to get into Augusta. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, you know, you've got those guys that, uh, that you can pretty much uh, bank on for, for the most part. You know, guys like Ricky and Phil. Uh, who really enjoy playing the, the week before Augusta. Uh, so thrilled to have those guys coming back. Fans will love seeing them here. Uh, and then I think we saw a crop of guys who, uh, who maybe didn't necessarily plan on playing the week before Augusta, but just based on where their game is, um, they feel like they're maybe close, getting close to, uh, to being where they want to be and maybe just wanted a few more, few more reps here. So, uh, you know, excited to add some of those guys. You know, uh, Hideki Matsuyama was a great uh, last-minute get here, top uh, 24 uh, player in the world. Um, you know, Scotty Scheffler has been locked in for a while. He's top 30. Uh, our defending champ, Corey Connors, uh, you know, he's, he's top 40 in the world and, uh, and has been playing some really good golf in the last month. So he might, uh, he might seriously defend his, uh, his title here. Yeah, I, Larson, I love his golf swing. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, no, no doubt. It is, uh, it is just pure, and he's a pretty unflappable guy. 
uh, it's amazing how cool, calm, and collected he can remain on on the golf course. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see. It's been a it's been a little while since he won. Obviously, we were canceled in 2020 due to the pandemic. Uh, so uh, he's he's been our longest reigning uh, defending champion here for about two years. Uh, going on, but uh, but I'm sure those uh, those good vibes and memories will come flooding back once he's back on property. Yeah, you guys also uh, have a have a for me a really great finish uh, to this golf course. I mean, you got a obviously a a par three where you've got to be spot on, and then you've got a drivable par four in the 17th, and then you've got the uh, the finishing hole, which uh, is kind of a risk reward hole. So talk about that finish. Yeah, it's it's as exciting as it gets from my perspective. Uh, you get to see a little bit of everything, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, our greens are, are pretty large, and, and that actually does set up well uh, heading into uh, Augusta. Um, players love the shot values going into our greens because it's sort of set up in quadrants. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that finishing stretch really lends itself to that. Uh, of course, our signature hole, the 16th uh, par three, has the bunker in the middle of the green, so that creates all sorts of uh, uh, opportunities and challenges for guys, depending on the pin placement. Um, and as you said, on on uh, on hole 17, depending on what the wind is doing, uh, guys could absolutely uh, make a run for uh, for driving that green uh, and uh, and see if they can eagle their way into that final hole. So. Uh, pretty exciting, uh, pretty exciting finish. We've seen a lot of drama there uh, in recent years, and uh, I have no doubt that we'll see some more this year. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, when it comes to playing uh, this course, what do you think is, the, is kind of the key? I mean, you know, can you get up there and bomb it, or is it a second shot? I mean, you talked about the quadrants of the green, so it sounds like uh, iron play and, and approach to the green might be a better statistic to start looking at. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, you know, we've, we've done a lot to the golf course uh, to uh, improve uh, the driving experience, if you will, widen the fairways, uh, lower the rough heights, uh, that sort of thing. We've cleaned out a lot of our waste areas uh, for guys just to make it a little, bit, uh, a little bit more friendly. The last thing we want is to have guys leaving here, heading to Augusta, feeling like, you know, they just got beat up. So, um, so we've tried to soften the golf course from that perspective and make it a little bit more uh, driver-friendly, uh, which we've done successfully. But to your point, I, I, I agree. I think the iron play is really the critical piece here. Um, approaches and shots into the greens are going to be where people uh, really separate themselves from the pack, I believe. Um, you know, we are in the Texas Hill Country. Uh, I'm hoping the uh, the fans aren't turned on full blast uh, next week, but uh, but sometimes the winds could pick up, and uh, if that happens, then then this golf course uh, really has some teeth to it. Again, talking with Larson Larson Sergadal, the uh, executive director for the Valero Texas Open. Go ahead, Maddie. Well, I was going to ask Larson: um, is has Bryson DeChambeau committed, or is he not going to be in the field, Larson? Yeah, Bryson has, is, will not be in the field this year, so uh, we are uh, we are not uh, we are not going to experience the massive uh, driving power that he's exhibited uh, for the last uh, yeah. year or so. And Larson, what is That's the? Uh, I know Texas is uh, probably the most wide open state from a COVID perspective. What are the? Uh, what's the fan uh, capacity going to be during the tournament? 
Yeah, so we're we're at about thirty percent uh, of our typical fan capacity. So, uh, you know, with hundreds of acres out here, people are going to have plenty of space to socially distance. Uh, you know, as we like to say, we've got miles of front row seats along the rope lines that people are going to be able to uh, to enjoy uh, a really intimate uh, viewing experience this year. Uh, of course, masks will be required on property all week long unless you're actively eating or drinking. Uh, so we will observe all the same uh, safety guidelines and protocols that the PGA Tour has uh, has been implementing now for uh, almost a year uh, in in their return to golf, and uh, it's been a successful model, quite honestly, that uh, other major sports leagues have been uh, have been following. So uh, we've been working closely with local uh, authorities and guidance here as well to make sure that we're on par with what uh, what their guidance is. But uh, our uh, our number one priority is the health and safety of our fans, our volunteers, and, and of course, the players. And I think uh, everybody is going to be respectful of those policies to ensure a, a great week. And I bet the other part of that, too, is that, uh, you know, with you guys not having uh, the opportunity last year was is uh, obviously the charities that you uh, funnel, uh, you know, money to are, are back in business this year. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. That's a huge part of our uh, of our mission is the charitable focus. And, um, you know, we were blessed a year ago, despite the cancellation, uh, the amount of community support that we had uh, sort of rallying around us after the cancellation allowed us uh, to raise more than $14 million last year uh, for charity, which was just unbelievable uh, under the circumstances. Uh, and at a time that the charities needed that money uh, most, right? And so uh, so we're looking forward to, to this year where we can uh, surpass uh, that, uh, that number from last year and bring fans back out to the tournament, show them a great time, show them a great experience, uh, and, uh, and use it as a springboard to 2022, which will be our 100th anniversary of the Texas Open. So only, uh, only five other professional golf tournaments in the world are, are older than the Texas Open. Uh, so we're excited about that celebration next year. Well, awesome. Well, Larson, we really appreciate you spending some time with us and uh, have a great event out there. We'll be watching. Yeah, thanks so much. Appreciate you having me.